0: Performance is not guaranteed. Cash reserve offered through Betterment LLC and Betterment Securities. Betterment is not a bank. Welcome, welcome. It's the Jill on Money Show. It is Friday, August 11th. And we are here trying to help you make sense of all of the different choices in your financial life and try to help you along the way, maybe understand what lies ahead for you. But from time to time, I'm also called upon to give you a a way to think about latest economic data. Yesterday, we got one of those big reports that has an outsized influence on pretty much everyone in the investment world and the economic world. It was the inflation report for July, July CPI. And uh, we've been tracking this for so long, we know that the CPI, it peaked on that headline number. In June of 2022, that's when CPI came in at 9.1% from the previous year. So in July, prices were 3.2% higher from a year ago. Now that is up slightly from the June reading, but the increase in the annual rate from June to July, it has a lot more to do with what happened in June and July of last year. This is called a base effect. So think of it as a bit of a statistical quirk overall, we are seeing the inflation picture improve. The core rate was up 4.7% from a year ago. That's down by a tenth of a percent from the June reading of 4.8%. Now, the CPI report had a note in the beginning, right at the top of the report, which the Labor Department basically said, shelter, is the culprit right now. Shelter accounted for 90% of the increase in inflation in the month of July. So when you look at the shelter component of this report, it was up by 7.7% from a year ago. And I just think that this component is completely trash. Because on one hand, the way that you measure shelter, if you're an owner, according to the government is to say, well, what would it cost you to rent that house in the marketplace right now? That has no bearing on anyone who owns a house with a sub four percent mortgage, which is the vast majority of people who own their homes. They do have cheap mortgages. So it doesn't quite give you a picture of what's going on. I get it. If you're out buying a house right now, prices are up. But again, for the vast majority of Americans, that's not how we would measure this. Meanwhile, rental information really does seem to indicate that at least in the The kind of the -the on-the-ground reports, we're seeing broad moderation. Apartment List just released their national rent report for August. That report found that on average, apartments today are renting for less than they did a year ago to put that in perspective, like we haven't seen a drop in a long time. Yes, right after COVID hit. But, you know, in 2021, rents were up dramatically because the landlords were trying to adjust for the fact that they didn't get the rents they wanted in 2020. Overall, I think that we are going to see the shelter component start to come down. You know, when you look at a few of the other areas, gas prices down by uh, just about 20% from a year ago, that's going to, actually change when we get the August report, because gas prices will be drifting higher. It's a small portion of what you're using your household income on. From the Fed's perspective, I think this is a lovely reason to stand pat and pause at the September meeting. I know there'll be another employment report, there'll be another inflation report, but I don't know, Fed officials, why not just hold at five and a quarter to five and a half percent, It is a 22-year high. I don't think they're going. I think they're done. I don't think they're going again, but I could be wrong. So that's it. That's your CPI wrap-up for this Friday. If you've got a question about the CPI report or anything else going on in your financial life, of course, just go to our website, jillonmoney.com, jillonmoney.com, and hit the Contact Us button. Do let us know if you would be willing to come on the air. Don't forget to sign up for the free weekly newsletter. Check out all the free content on the site and subscribe to our service, Jill on Money Live. That's where you have access to quarterly live webinars and more bonus content, Next webinar is coming up fast. It's Wednesday, September 13th, 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Nate Burleson will be joining us on the webinar. He is going to talk football, and I cannot wait for that. Nate, former professional football player, current co-anchor of CBS Mornings. He's also the studio analyst for the CBS program, the NFL Today Show. I'm just really looking up forward to this. It's going to be so much fun. Don't worry. We'll talk about personal finance. Nate loves that. He'll tell you what to do if you're a professional football player. All right. Or anyone making a lot of money for the first time in their lives. Check this out by joining us at Jill on Money Live. It's 35 bucks, so don't go crazy. Anyway, let's do some emails. It's time. It's time. This is from Ella, who loves the podcast. She says, here's my issue. I can get better returns with CDs and high interest money market funds. She says she's a Fidelity client and she said her managed brokerage account is holding even. Why even have a brokerage account? Fidelity makes a big deal about how they do tax loss harvesting to minimize taxes. Thank you. Okay. I know a lot of you have had this question and here's the thing. Yes. Right this second, you can get better returns maybe with CDs, but Over the long term, you may find that CDs will rarely beat a diversified portfolio of stocks and bonds. Yeah, okay, I get it. In 2022, they did. And even now, you're going to get 5%. But, you know, listen, you may not realize it, but the stock market has been rising this year. Yeah, I know. It's been a little volatile lately. But the real key is that at certain times, a fixed income product like a CD, like a treasury, can beat a diversified portfolio of stocks, bonds, commodities, etc. But over the long term, what we know is if you cling to your disciplined approach and you don't mess with it, you will be better off over time. The one other issue that I would point out to you is that this is kind of a little bit like market timing. You're really essentially trying to say like, all right, I'm going to use CDs for now and then I'll just get out, go back to my brokerage account when things get better. I don't know when things are going to get better. So I just want to be sure that you understand unless you've got so much money, maybe you don't even need to grow your money. Maybe you've got pension income, whatever else is going on. But for the vast majority of people, a diversified approach to investing is going to be the key to your success. I'm wondering how that managed account is actually managed because the market this year is basically up 18%. Right. It seems odd, truly. It really does. Um, here's a question about online banks. So a lot of people are talking about this because they're looking, uh, you know, often I'll be on TV and I'll be like, just check online. And they say, uh, this is from Marilyn, says, I see so many promotions for online banks or lesser known banks. They have great interest rates for checking, saving CDs. She writes, I'm terrified of being scammed, enrolling them, having my money lost in the Internet. How do I know if the bank or opportunity is legitimate? I have no endorsement, Marilyn, but I will say um, I like depositaccounts.com, which is an aggregation site. All you want to do is you want to go to the bank's website and make sure they have FDIC insurance more than anything else. One of the things I do all the time when I get, this is funny, when when I get a spot to read and I don't necessarily trust the salespeople who sell the spots, not on this program, because I think they're better on this program, but sometimes on my radio show. They're like, well, you know, here's Schlocko and uh, Jocko. Could you read their spot? So what I'll do is I'll take the name of the product and I'll just type it into my browser. And then after it, I write scam and I see what comes up. And remarkably often what will happen, I would say almost half the time there's something that comes up. And so maybe that's another way you could put in like, you know, Joe Schmo bank and then you see. Does it have FDIC insurance? Is, it, is there anything, allegations against it? Is there any any reported uh, issues? That can be one other way. And then I think that if you're really scared, you know, I, well, let me just go to depositaccounts.com right now. Because sometimes when you go on to deposit accounts, you'll see, yeah, you'll see some of these banks that are a little bit different. I'm going to just go to the CD portion. Sometimes you see a bigger bank that's there that has a high interest rate, but maybe you have to have a minimum. So like I'm looking at this one, Barclays has a 12 month CD for 5%, but there's also something called, you know, Modern Bank National Association. Never heard of that. Maybe it's a great bank. I don't know, but maybe you want to use something that is a little bit more known to you with a slightly lower interest rate. All right. Jeff is an active duty army officer. He's got 12 years of service and he's planning on doing 20. He and his wife are both 34. They've got a three-year-old and a one-year-old and we will be PCSing to our new duty stations in four months. Mark, what do you think PCSing stands for? I'm going to keep reading. If you find that out, let me know. While we love our home and neighborhood, our current location is one we know we'll never return to live after we move. I got it. What is it? Permanent change of station. Oh, permanent change of stationing to our new duty. Okay. So they're not going to be able to, so here's the deal. Their next duty location is only 30 months. The housing market there is more expensive. So they're going to probably rent. All right. Big deal. Here's the breakdown. Oh my God. Do they have a lot of money? He's, Thirty-four years old, and she's thirty-four years old. So, ready for this, gang? Vanguard Taxable Brokerage. You ready? Five hundred forty thousand. Thrift Savings two fifty. Roth Thrift Savings two thirty. Traditional Thrift Savings twenty. Both have some uh, Roth IRAs. He's got one hundred sixty. She's got eighty. They've got five twenty-nine plans. Their current home. Oh, this is a killer. Mark a two and a half percent thirty-year fixed-rate mortgage. Kind of a bummer, huh? because they're not going to go back there. House is worth $550, the outstanding balance $370. They max out their Roth thrift savings and their Roth IRAs. They've got $500 to $1,000 extra per child. $250 goes into their 529s, the rest into the taxable brokerage account. My GI bill has been transferred to my two children who will each receive 18 months. No other debts. All right, here's a question. Would you recommend keeping the home and renting it out? We don't love the idea of being landlords, but we would hire a rental company or sell the house and invest the proceeds directly into our taxable account. Let the compound interest work its magic until we need the funds to retire. Yeah, I I, I pick number two. I don't like the, I mean, you probably could figure out how to make the rental work, but if you don't really, if you're not inclined to do it, what the heck, take the money, invest it and don't worry. And then maybe you're going to need some money when you get to the next place, not this next one, but the next one after that. I think it's very smart of you to be thinking this way. But if you compare your rental income and home equity and investments, don't even don't go too crazy with this. I'd sell the house, put the money in the funds that you have already invested in your brokerage account, let it do its work. Now, this follow up question with what will be mostly taxable and Roth funds comprising the lion's shares of our nest egg once we retire, would it be real wise to slowly add a bond fund to our taxable account, incur a tax, a bigger tax hit, or our Roth accounts and incur a smaller return in these tax advantage accounts that we plan on drawing from the list? You know, I would just put I would put some bond funds into any retirement account you don't have to make it crazy. You're going to have a pension. You're going to have more money than you know what to do with. I would have some part of your portfolio, especially in the retirement accounts, in the bonds. And bonds are actually good. You know, They've fallen in price. You're making a good, you know, your, your market timing to your advantage in this case. And they're 34, Mark. What percentage should be, maybe not in the taxable brokerage account, but what about in the retirement accounts? What do you think for the bond position? What percentage? No more than 20. Okay. You heard it there. And the fact that they're going to have, I'm guessing, a nice pension, you know, maybe even less. But I know uh, I'll go 20 just to make you happy. All right. That's fine with me. Good luck, Jeff. Thanks for writing in. Thanks for serving. Jody writes, I've saved and invested well. My money will outlive me. Oh, Jody's got $5.5 million. Nice. Um, I'm alone. I'm not for long, Jody. I'm going to set you up with your $5.5 million. Maybe Jody wants to be alone. Uh, Jody says, I've got no family. I will have no family after my 90-year-old mother dies. That's so sad. Hmm. I have a will with an executor and a power of attorney in place. I trust him completely. I wonder, is there any service available to manage my estate after death should anything happen to my executor? Yeah. I mean, there are trust companies that do this and they make money to do it. And maybe the way to kind of think about this is to start interviewing some of those folks. That could be kind of interesting to me. It's a business that, you know, remember Mark, I wanted to start that business estate administration. I'm now after doing two of these estates within a year, it's just awful. It's so bad. There are trust companies there are financial advisory firms that have trust asset uh, trust advisory services, and and many banks do. So that is a possibility. Of course, it eats into your money. Hopefully, you're charitably inclined because that's a really nice thing to do with your money. You know, you don't have to it doesn't have to really be managed in that respect. Uh, okay, Dean says I'm 71 and with term life insurance that goes through 2034. I listened to one of your podcasts and you were against whole life and preferred term. Can you explain? Well, Dean, first of all, you're 71. Do you still need life insurance? Most of the times, I don't think that people who are 71 need life insurance, but maybe you do. And maybe you need it for another 10 years till you're 81. Generally speaking, whole life is a policy that is purchased because you need insurance for your entire life, your whole life. And the, the the rationale against that coverage is that most people don't need insurance for their whole lives unless it's Uh, a buy-sell agreement for a business, or it's an estate issue, or there's a special needs child involved. So in many cases, people are paying for whole life when they don't even need the insurance for their whole life. And that fee to get your whole life covered is expensive. So I hope that helps. Hey, Mark, it's Friday. You know what that means? We get to do some business. Fridays means I get to say nice things about Mark, which I say all the time. Mark is the best executive producer in the whole world and the web king. Hey, Mark, did you like your summer bonus? It's probably sitting in the mailbox. I haven't checked. Yeah, I think you should because it went out and it happened. So you should check that out. I send Mark a summer bonus. One time during COVID, I sent my case of booze because I was worried he wasn't drinking enough. Thought that was going to be important. It's long gone. You solved that problem. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Our music is composed by Joel Goodman. We are distributed by Canes 13. All the stuff that we do lives on our website, jillonmoney.com. You should check that out. And importantly, every Friday also means that I can tell you that the free weekly newsletter comes out. Mark does such a great job with that. Do me a favor. Do something nice for someone else today. Someone needs it. Someone needs your kind words. Really, it makes a difference. Change your work, change your wealth, change your life. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow.